Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? P stands for other people's problems. We get DMs, we get text messages, we get emails. And if you want to keep yourself anonymous, that's always an option. Angel said, please throw this out there. I don't know what to do anymore. And we know it has to do with her sister. So could you break it down for us here real quick? This is a nightmare. So my sister's been married for like seven months and she's getting a divorce because her piece of crap, soon to be ex-husband, just told her that he was married before and he, you know, was snipped. He had a vasectomy and oh. he, she felt that they were going to have kids. And So he went into this marriage lying to her about having kids, knowing he couldn't because he'd already had a vasectomy. And about being married before. She and didn't about even... being married before. Whoa. Wow. Why would he wait until now? So did he think that, oh, they've been married a blissful seven months and she would just forget about this huge bomb he drops? Because she was trying to get pregnant and she was getting frustrated and he was just like, that's just like, oh my God, what a jerk. You know, as a female, you're not getting pregnant. You're thinking it's you. You're the one. Time invested here, right? You plan out a wedding, like you you date, you go through your engagement, you plan out the wedding, you have the wedding. You have uh, an understanding that you're going to start a family once you kind of get married and everything. That what else plan- is he going to lie about? This is a big one. Yeah, this is divorce worthy, I think. Yeah, well, it gets worse. My mother doesn't want her to get divorced because she doesn't want her to be a divorced woman. She thinks that she's not going to find somebody else after all this. Yeah, there's a generational gap here. This is where parents need to kind of butt out, I think. You know what I mean? She's like more it's- worried about the stigma of people thinking about her daughter. talk. As, that is awful. Like, your sister needs to and, drop him. Yeah, the wedding was huge, and my mother invited all these like, people. Oh. Wedding, but- I feel so bad for her. Yeah, but why? Feel bad for my sister. No, that's what I meant. I mean, I feel bad for her. Like that, your world just got turned upside down. Oh, I didn't know you felt bad for my mother. Yeah, so this is a. Uh, there's a couple of different prongs on this. Number one, dude doesn't come clean about being married and having a vasectomy, knowing that the woman you're about to marry wants kids. Yep. But then on the other hand, mom, who is obviously pretty conservative, doesn't want you to get divorced because she doesn't want to have to tell. All her uh, sewing club friends that your daughter's divorced. Yeah, this actually happened to a girl that I graduated high, sc- high school with. I heard it from her sister because I was like, oh, how's so-and-so? What's she been up to? She goes, well, she's got divorced. She's on to her second marriage. You'll never believe what her first husband did. Almost the exact same thing where he's like, yeah, oh, my God, we're going to build this beautiful family. All the while knowing he didn't want that. He wasn't going to give her that. And when you're a woman and your stuff isn't working right, all you do is get down on yourself. Yeah, you think it's you. Yes. You're like, I'm infertile. What's the next move? Are we going to have to get a surrogate? I mean, you, your head goes nonstop. I want to get your thoughts on this real quick. As you're hearing this, and I got time to take just a couple of quick calls, but as you're hearing this, what do you, what do, you do here? Can you help me? Can you help me? Cap, what's going on here with Angel real quick, Cat? Yeah, so she reached out to us and we said, come on and talk about what's going on with your sister who is contemplating getting a divorce from this man who she married, who led her to believe that he was able to provide her with what she needed to start a family. 
now she's finding out that, and she didn't even know that he was previously married. So he's got this past that he never previewed her to. He uh, had a vasectomy, so he therefore cannot give her the children that she wants. And now she's finding out all of this. The The worst part is, is that her mom is making her feel bad about the decision of possibly getting a divorce because it would look bad for her and the family. It's like, it's not the 1950s. If this man did your daughter wrong, you need to stand firm with your child and show alliance there, you know? I just don't think just it's right. Just getting into a relationship with lies like this seems... Right. Uh, Miss Lacey, you're kind of going through the same thing, but did you say this is mom and dad? Yeah, so yeah. this was my parents. Um, I was adopted, and the reason why I was adopted is because my dad had told my mom before they got married that they were going to have kids because that's all she wanted. And then when they got married, they were trying and trying and trying. And even though they tried and it never happened for them, he still didn't come clean until the she ended up going through IVF yeah. to try and get pregnant. And then the doctors obviously turned to him. Yeah. And this was in the 90s, so they never thought that it could be, you know, the man as equal as the woman and um, they tested him out and he had to come clean and then they adopted me and so he had to come clean as one that had happened so he had he had a vasectomy he wasn't just shooting blanks oh yeah. he had no he had a vasectomy before oh. they were even married and your mom stayed with him after he finally came yeah. clean about this news he she stayed with him and and they stayed married and then adopted you yeah they were married for 27 years and oh. they got divorced when i turned probably 26 so, so what led to their divorce oh. then if that didn't lead to a divorce what was so bad yeah. 26 years down the line uh my dad had an affair okay there it is yeah. Do you have a good relationship with your dad? You know, sometimes you're like, it's my dad. You know, you don't see the other part. Yeah, I mean, it took me a while because my whole life I've been a daddy's girl very much so. Um, you know, my mom and I had a tumultuous teenage, you know, mother-daughter angsty relationship. But yeah. as an adult, I was able to look back and see my mom's intentions and she really was doing her best. And my yeah. dad... You know, I love my dad. I respect my dad, but there are things about his decisions that I do not respect, yeah. and he's very aware of that. Yeah. Um, and I have a great relationship with him still, but you know, sometimes that's that's his deal, and he has to live with that. That's mm-hmm. not on me. But fair enough. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing this morning. I hope you have a really good day. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Take care. Uh, I got time for one more call here, real quick. Hi, Christina. It's going to be tough to beat that. Hey. What's, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah. Um, well, it's pretty heartbreaking, but what I was saying, thinking on the first girl's issue, she technically doesn't have to get divorced. She could get an annulment because there are grounds legally there that he entered into a marriage contract that he was fraudulent for. So yeah. technically, she doesn't have to get a divorce. She can get it annulled. So here's my question. If she does go the annulment route, I think mom's still going to feel the same way. Mom's still going to say, hey... You didn't have a successful marriage. That's we had my this feeling. Monster wedding, you know that was the whole thing that Angel said. We had this yeah. huge wedding for, her, and now yeah, this you, happened. You can't put that toothpaste back in the tube, there. Right. Yeah, no. But I, I grew up Catholic, and the whole divorce was the whole the big issue. But an annulment is a loophole there.
Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah. Not bad. We'll pass I mean, that along. It's a lot cheaper than a divorce. Aren't lies it's, sinful, too? I love how they, like, hold them, you know, <laughs> biblically. It's like, no, don't divorce them for lying like crazy. Hey, let me rewind here real quick, uh, Christina. But you, you said it's a lot cheaper than a divorce. Uh, like an annulment is yeah. it, you just go and ask for the annulment, and if you can prove that there was fraudulent, uh, you know, enterings, then they just wipe it clean? Yeah, it, ba- it, basically, just void, yep, it basically just voids it out. He entered into a contract fraudulently because a marriage is technically a business deal when you look at it that way. Yeah, I guess wow. if you got to sign a legal paper. It's so. kind of like not having relations for a year, then you're a born-again virgin. Nope, not quite at all. <laughs> They're the same at all. All right, I was so th- thanks, Christina. <laughs> Have a great morning. This got Thank out of hand. <laughs> what to do? All right, so I was at my friend Allie's last night. She always hosts these fun parties every few months. She's a girl's girl. I like having girlfriends. And there's a group of us that get together, and we were drinking some champagne. And uh, everyone's a mom at different stages, you know? So it's, like, weird to hear about what my kid is going to be going through in high school or whatever. But they were all talking about when is the semester over for high school. I guess it's, like, in a couple of weeks. Ours is Friday. Is it? Yeah, no one's this. They were talking about, uh, you know, having it posted on Skyward and what do you use and Class Dojo and all these weird platforms and forums that are used for school to update parents. What do you guys have, Skyward? Uh, power, power school power. or whatever. Listen, I, I quit. You quit looking? I, I quit. The, the, this That's kid, what one of the moms said. She I, did. I don't even I, bother I quit, with I quit. it. Here's the deal. Like, I've tried to motivate my, my ch- the The understanding is with all of my kids. If you want to be an athlete, you have to at least be an honor roll student. You have to be a B student. Yeah. That's it. And I and I only say that because that was what I was held accountable to. My parents said, you don't get to do any sports That's or anything standard. else. Because school has to come first. You have to learn how to learn yeah. if you want to further your education or become a productive member of society. And it was very, my dad, I think for a long time, uh, he went straight into the military and was successful at that. But I think he always thought I probably could have been a better human if I would have advanced my education. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he he didn't like what the military made him like. They broke him down. Yeah. They made him something that he wasn't. I think he always struggled with that. So uh, going uh, into college was very, very important to my parents. And I've always done this with my kids. But my youngest is such a knucklehead. Like he just he will just you do. Why, how come he didn't do that homework? I yeah. don't know. Like, and I'm just like, all right, so we doesn't we, even we, have a creative answer. I would say I broke no. my leg. Well, listen, and I love my wife to death, but she is the, she's the, she's just, well, let's just love our children. Like she doesn't hold them accountable for this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I love our kids too, but I, I want to get like my view of where they need to be when they're 18 is so different from her view. Yeah. Hers is love them, give them everything. I'm like, make them earn it. You know what I mean? Like, we, so I just, it, it, either I can fight with my kid and my wife. Yeah. Or I can just go, okay. So I hold Liam to a very high standard, and he is such a better uh, student than I ever was. He cares. He gets it done right after school, or he feels incomplete. You know, I'm like, Both my other kids were just like that. God, that he's like that. Um, But Derek was talking about how unfortunate it, it is that he'll never be able to, like, cover his tracks in case he has a bad grade. He was telling uh, me about, like, when his mom would work late, he knew the uh, report card was coming in the mail. Remember when the report card came in the mail? You saw the stamp from the school. You'd grab it. You'd open it. And then you could change an F to an A if you had the right color pen. You know, I just thought it was like really funny to think back. Now kids cannot. I was such a delinquent that my, 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 my junior high and high school principal would send home with me my report card. Yeah. 
in a sealed envelope, and it required my parents, both my parents' signatures. <laughs> Because he uh, well, I came from a small town. He knew both my parents. Yeah. It required both my parents' signatures oh, to man. bring it back to yeah. prove that I had showed it to them. Mm-hmm. Like, and I got great grades. I mean, I was an A student. It was, it was uh, like, I gave the honor speech at my graduation. So it wasn't tough for me to get good grades. Yeah. But I was in detention every day, my final two years of high school. Yeah. Like every, so, I mean, they were like, they didn't know what to do with me because they couldn't say, well, we need you to do better in, in school. And I was like, I was, I'm doing fine. They're like, you're just a disruption. Mm-hmm. And I think they would have shipped me out if it would have been acceptable. My friend Cammie told the funniest lie. She went home and she accidentally tripped on the rug and the envelope flies into the fire that was lit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Your mom actually believed that? She was like, probably not. This is but. kind of a cool spot. We could ask for some calls on this real quick. Do you have a good story having to do with your report card? Drunk adults or little kid, you give us the scenario. We've got to determine whether you did this as you were a boozed up adult or just a silly little kid. You ready for Andrew's story here? Ready. Andrew, break it down real quick. Don't tell us what it was. Just tell us if you were a drunk adult or a little kid. Like what the scenario was before we guess. I put nair on my eyebrows. Mm -hmm. I knew it was about nair. So... You do this as a drunk adult or a little kid? I'm going to say, I'm going to say drunk adult. I would have said little kid on this one. Andrew, drunk adult or little kid here, bud? I was a drunk adult. I was in college and have gone out with my friends and clearly had way too much to drink. And I don't have an answer as to what I was thinking, (laughs) but I just remember waking up the next morning and my eyebrow hair was basically gone. It took months for them to grow back. And I've since been known by that circle of friends as brow bro. (laughs) Brow bro. Brow bro. Brouch. I like that. All right, one more. Am uh, I 100%? This is Ben. Let's see if Cat can go four for four. All Benjamin, right. we know what it has to do with the poo, so drunk adults or little kid, we'll guess, but first you got to give us a scenario here, please. A dog peed on my back, and I threw poop at its owner. Okay, <laughs> so at the dog park, a dog yeah. peed on his back, Okay. so he threw poop at the dog's owner. Drunk adult or little kid, Cat? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say drunk adult. I would have too. Drunk adult or little kid here, Benjamin. When I was a little kid, oh. we were at this dog park with the family dog, our dog, and I was just sitting on the grass minding my own business. And all of a sudden, I feel something warm just running down my back. Yeah, so sure. I turn around and I see his lab, a Labrador, using me like a fire hydrant. <laughs> so the owner comes and he apologizes and whatever. And as he walked off. I grabbed a pile of poop right off the ground, a big old pile of dog poop, and I threw it at him. And my mom didn't think that was too funny, nor did the guy, but I bet you that he kept a closer eye next time on that dog. (laughs) Hey, congratulations. Cat, good round. Thank you. Three out of four today. Not bad. That's Hall of Fame kind of numbers. Well done. Fire it all. It was crazy. I wake up 9.30 to use the restroom last, last night. night, okay? And I go to the bathroom, wash my hands, walk out. I'm like, what is going on? So in front of my house, I have a big window in my bedroom. In front of my house is another house. And in back of that house is this massive smoke situation. It didn't look like a bonfire. I know what a bonfire looks like. Who well, was having a bonfire in the middle of January? Exactly. On a Sunday night, close to 10, and so I just walk up to the window and I'm looking and I open 
the window to smell like what's going on. Does it smell like a bonfire? Does it smell like something else is on fire? And then the smoke starts to get bigger and bigger, like it's engulfing something massive. And then I start to see sparks fly over this house, which is almost 20 feet. Okay. So if the sparks are reaching that high, something massive is being set on fire. So I wake up Derek and I'm like, Derek, are you seeing what I'm seeing? And he is like, oh my God. And he, and then it dies down a little bit. And he's like, oh, maybe it, it is just a bonfire. And then all of a sudden, boom, it goes back up and there's sparks. So he runs downstairs, grabs my keys, takes the car, goes around the corner. This these two yahoos, like, a massive bonfire, the size of, but it, it was like a, a 20 foot bonfire. They're like burning pallets and stuff out there. I mean, like I that don't much even wood. know. It takes a lot of wood to get a flame 20 feet, man. Would it be a Christmas tree burn? Would oh, it be? Oh, pine it. needles do that? Yeah. If that tree is dried out, it will burn like nobody's business well, and hot and high. I mean, it was it was too irresponsible because of how close the houses are. You guys don't are. live in a place where you burn your garbage, right? You're in the city limits. Who burns garbage? Well, I don't know. If you live in the country, you burn your garbage all the time. What? Yeah, we used to do it. Oh, my God. That's why we're in the position we're no, in. No, 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 no. Absolutely. But who is burning garbage? That's not, that's not a I thing. I would spend summers on my uncle's farm, and we burn garbage every night. That was in the 40s. We no, are, it no. It's no, 2023. We, no, he lived, he lived maybe, maybe eight, nine miles out of town. We burn garbage every night. Every we, night we burn garbage. We have garbage. a lot of country folk listening. Do you Have you ever heard of do you or do your neighbors burn your garbage? Yeah, we That's had two crazy. burning barrels. We had two. And you don't separate? Do you burn plastic? You burn all that Everything. stuff? Well, I mean, he'd re- we'd recycle. There would be stuff. There would be a bin that we'd take into town for recycling that would have like cans or bottles. But you'd burn like poopy stuff. diapers? Yeah, and- for sure. Oh, my God. Everything, everything that was garbage. Anything the cats wouldn't eat, we'd burn. That's crazy. I can't, I, this is very common. Very, very common. I've never heard of yeah. that. But, yeah, no, we have a waste management service, so <laughs> they wouldn't have to burn so it's probably their garbage. illegal, I'm sure. This was absolutely illegal for these guys to be burning this Next stuff. Next door to a Clearwater firefighter. Brilliant probably idea. Him. Firefighters are the biggest pyros. No, man. their lights were off. That's why I was like... If he's not noticing this massive flame light coming through their bedroom window. Maybe they thought, hey, what's cold. safer place to do it than next to a fireman's house? I guess so. But I just thought it was crazy. So I want to know the last like um, happening in your neighborhood. Something that was noteworthy that made the Facebook page. We're that the, made We're the, the weird ones now in our neighborhood. Why? Well, I'll tell you what my dog is doing now. And it's making us the weird ones. But how about you? As you're checking in this morning, why, why, why are you just like looking at your, maybe you got a Facebook page like Kat does. I'm glad we don't have one for our neighborhood because it would be. I'm sure you do. I would troll those people like nobody's business. How'd you go through better than a third of your life and not know that people burn garbage in on the farm? no idea. I can't believe so many people do it. Don't you know? You don't it's have like garbage so pickup. bad if for you your environment. A, it's not that bad. It's really bad. What do you think? Like, why can't we just compress everything into cubes like on the Jetsons? We're almost it there. Work that way. Sure it does. You can compress things. Thank you guys, by the way, for supporting me with uh, telling kids. When I say something, Kat and my wife are programmed the same way. When I speak, they go, uh-uh. They don't even hear what I say. They just think Most that I'm lying. Most of the time, it deserves an uh-uh. My but- wife, immediately, everything I say, she goes, no. <laughs> and I, I just, it, it's, it's, I, I, I can say... Hey, we breathe oxygen. Oh, not really. Like she thinks I'm just trying to. Well, obviously to, not quality oxygen anymore with all of the texters that are saying that they burn garbage the all garbage. the time. 
We had a burning barrel. It was a, a galvanized steel barrel that we would throw all the stuff in, and it kind of was always smoldering. It was always stuff getting thrown Kyle, in. Kyle, Cassie, Amber, Elizabeth, Denise, Megan, Andrew, you don't get to complain about anything that happens with. I don't complain about the environment. Our environment, because it's your fault. Radio paparazzi. You would think that he would live that hot mic lifestyle for the rest of his life after what happened with his 2016 recording with Donald Trump. Now, what you're going to hear is what actually aired on Extra, but what he actually wanted to say is at the end of this. It's going to be hard to see Toy Story ever the same way. Kendall saddled up as the red-headed cowgirl Jessie, complete with a crop top, chaps, and denim shorts. Kendall goes as Jessie. Believe me, there were a lot of Woody's. <laughs> That's funny. Listen, I thought it was funny, too. There are a lot of people that are mad. You, there are a lot of people that get mad for other people, and we don't know. Kendall might have just said, actually, that was a pretty oh, funny That was joke. flattering. Yeah. All right, so he was on 60 Minutes, Prince Harry's new memoir, Tell All. It comes out in just hours uh, tomorrow, and he's detailing his feelings about Camilla, his stepmom, the queen consort. You and your brother both directly asked your dad not to marry Camilla. Yes. Why? We didn't think it was necessary. We thought that it was going to cause more harm than good. And that if he was now with his person, that surely that's enough. Hmm. Um, it wasn't just his person. It was the woman that was in between your father and your mother. It drove your mom crazy. And of course they had feelings like that. In a video that she posted on Instagram on Friday, Lizzo continuing her public plea. Stop complaining about celebrities' bodies, other people's bodies. I have seen comments go from, oh my gosh, I liked you when you were thick. Why'd you lose weight? To, oh my gosh, why'd you get a BBL? I liked your body before. To, oh my gosh, you're so big. Oh, um, you need to lose weight. But for your health. Oh my gosh, why did she get all that work done? It's just too much work. Are we okay? That is a great question. Are we okay? Have you commented at all on social media? Think about it in the last nine days. Maybe that was your New Year's resolution to not comment on people and their physical appearance. If you have, you failed. So don't do it. Blowing up their candles today, singer Dave Matthews dumping poo somewhere. 56. (laughs) Sean Paul is 50. And Chad Ochocinco Johnson is 45. Let's begin now. Look at that. On time to start the week. Welcome in. Monday vibes popping. I'm JJ Katz here as well. How you feeling? Hi, I'm good. How are Still you? shaking this cold, huh? Me? Yeah. Do I sound like it? Uh, no. Well, you just kind of you're phlegmy this morning and then yeah. you uh, drank your your uh, your magic potion. My power pack. Is that what that is? Pow, pow. Yeah, it's like filled with vitamins and I guess, I guess I'm draining, but I feel really good. You know, like when you sound not the best, you know. But then you like feel really good. No, I f- usually sound good, but feel horrible. So that's the situation. So give me something good about the weekend. How was it? Oh, my God. It was it was so fun. It was just like one activity to the next. And then like last night, I'm like, there's my weekend. But it was good. Friday, we had youth night and Liam got recognized for being part of the 10 to 20,000 uh, 20, shot club. That's crazy. For basketball. And I uh, got a cool shirt. And then after they watched the varsity boys play, the varsity boys all took a chair and then all the kids could line up and get autographs. Oh, right on. And I'm like, Liam, that's a big deal. That's pretty cool because you never know where these kids are going to be. And then we had a tournament. It came down to the championship game. 
and we only lost by seven. And it was it was rough. Just competing. It's just good to compete. It was. I'm really a fan. Yeah, it was kind of like a throwing some bows kind of weekend. I'm like these kids like never foul out, but it was like we were teetering on that happening with some players. But uh, Vikings game, watched that. Went to my friend Allie's house. She throws this New Year's pajama party gift exchange. Champagne, champagne, And you champagne. wore the adult onesie? I did. Did you? But I only wore half of it because I was like, I can't look like, I don't want to look like that. you wore the bottom half or the top half? Well, I took the top half down and tied it and then had like a, <laughs> a long john shirt on. But I'm like, I can't look like a Charmin bear. Such a dork. In case I'm caught in one of those candid photos in the background, like that I'm done. I'm done dirty so often, mostly by you. <laughs> and these live on forever. So it was good. We're talking about Ed Sheeran, and he is currently trademarking his new teddy bear logo that he has. Ed. Ted. E-bear. E-bear. Yep. So he can use it to make uh, meals, snacks, and sauces. And so he wants to put it as his label. And people are wondering, like, what kind of snacks are you going to bring us? Is it going to be, like, weird British snacks, you know, that don't make sense? Like, actually, bangers and mash are pretty good. But those, like. What's a banger? Uh, it's a sausage. I didn't. I don't know. I've never had bangers and mash. Really? Never. Oh, it's really good. Um, but he got a tattoo of the bear on his right bicep, and he's ready to roll it out to grocery stores <laughs> so you can enjoy the snacks that he enjoys. What? First off, if you're just a weak guy, don't get tattoos on your biceps. Don't. If you're jacked, or you're at least putting in the work, tattoo your bicep. You can't Otherwise, tell people yes, where to put absolutely. tattoos. Get it. You know what? Get it on your flabby peck. Or get it on your thigh if you're just a skinny little dude. But if you're if you're not working on getting big, no bicep tattoos. Stop that. Okay. Stop that nonsense. One of his favorite snacks, though, uh, that he's going to roll out to the public and he thinks everyone should be able to snack on every once in a while, Oreos and peanut butter. It would be like a Dunkaroo pack. Yeah. You know how they have compartments. So that's one of them. Um, what snack combo do you enjoy that you feel like other people should enjoy? My family makes fun of me because I put honey on my pizza. Okay. So yeah. you'd have a slice of pizza. A slice with of pizza. I put a, a little drizzle of honey on it because uh, I'm so infatuated by the fact that honey never goes bad. Like it is the world's perfect food. That's true. It 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 never spoils. Um, and the bees just make it because they want to. Yeah. For us. Anaya is wondering if you have tattoos. He does. He has two ridiculous tattoos. One on my biceps because I work out Ed Sheeran. It's pokey and gumby. Yeah. So. And they're jacked. Yeah. Uh, They look so cool. Intimidating. Mine would have to be I love seasoned pretzels with cottage cheese. I love dipping things. Dipping is like my favorite thing to do. I love all dips. Y'all do those pretzels and the... uh... The chive dip, the sour cream and chive, like a top potato thing. Oh, well, yeah, that? I could do that, That's too. All right. I mean, any dip, anything I could dip in is a fun meal for me. So what is a snack that you feel people should get on board with? We had a guy that used to work on the show, um, and his mom was into cottage cheese and pineapple. Like, oh, that was okay. her yeah. favorite yeah, snack. Yeah. I get that. I don't know if I could get on board with that. I love cottage cheese to dip because it, it, it almost seems like you're having a full meal instead of a snack. But what is yours? Ed Sheeran now using his teddy bear logo on not only meals, but snacks and then his special Ed Sheeran sauce, which I don't know <laughs> what you can't that- say it's your special <laughs> sauce. That's just dirty and nasty. To begin Vanessa, would you be into the Ed Sheeran sauce? Would you take some if he was proposing it to you? That redhead. 
Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. All right. What's Ed. the uh, What's the food combination if you were to jump on Ed's label that you think you could market? Um, Doritos and cottage cheese. Another cottage cheese. I'm loving it. How long have you been? And it's does it have to be the orange Doritos or can you do Cool Ranch? I suppose you can do Cool Ranch, yeah. but I just do nacho cheese because that's like my absolute favorite. So same. Yeah. Like that. You ever tried honey on pizza? Or pizza on, no, yeah, honey on pizza. That's what. Uh, no. Open you yourself. know what I do? I drizzle olive oil on anything I can because it helps with brain strength and you can't go wrong. Wow. I'm sorry, could you hear you, me roll my eyes? Could you hear that? That on was the, radio? the loudest <laughs> eye roll I've ever heard in no my judgment, life. No judgment. I eat Doritos with a lot of things, so. What's the, do you ever do peanut butter and Doritos? Uh, no, I love peanut butter, but I do peanut butter on pancakes. With Hershey syrup drizzled. Okay. We okay. got we got a whole segment going on here. JJ right doesn't up. like that I do pancakes, and then I take the batter that's left over and I put that on top of my pancakes too. You know who you used to do that? Mussolini used to do that. Yeah, and so Hitler. good. Try it. All right. Thanks, Vanessa. Have a great morning. <laughs> you do. Appreciate it. The, uh, the pancakes and yeah. peanut butter is pretty good, though. Peanut butter and jelly with salami and cheese sandwich. <sighs> says Stacy. Come on now, she must be like seven months pregnant. P- uh, potato chips and cream cheese. I like potato chips and ketchup. You ever done that where you get the ripple chips and then you dip them in ketchup? Um, no, but I did try those ketchup flavored chips. Yeah, yeah. And those were not bad. We're both still in on when people apply for jobs at this company. Yeah. We still get the resumes and stuff like that when they come in because as being part of management, you get to peek at them, right? So there's several job openings in our company right now. If you were to apply, would your resume have any lies on it? No. Oh, gosh, you're she's smiling. I don't think like, so. What really? would I be lying about? I don't know. Um, you have to list all the equipment that you're familiar with, well, correct? Well, I guess what I was getting to is I just saw that about one in eight of us will have a heavy lie in our resume, like length of uh, the last job or you'll leave off some stuff that maybe isn't the most flattering to you. But one of the biggest things we lie about is your hobbies. Why would they even care? That's what I thought. So like, I I guess because you want to try and be as mainstream as possible. So let's say you play Dungeons and Dragons a lot. Sometimes if that's like your main hobby or Magic the Gathering, you don't put that on a resume because you think... That that middle-aged white dude that's going to do all the hiring thinks you're a dork, <laughs> which is probably so. If you true. if you had to list your <laughs> if you had to let's say you're let's say you're applying for your dream job. I mean I mean this is a good job, right? But if your dream job you had said is maybe being like a zoologist or something like that. Yeah. If you had to put your hobbies, what would they be? You know what? I don't. When you started talking about this, I don't think I have a hobby. That's sad. What's your hobby? You don't have a freaking hobby. I think my hobbies are coaching. Oh, well, that's just, in, that's what you do. That's, that's what I, that's a my hobby. Hobby, my hobby hobbies are wood so, whittling. Okay, so my hobbies are working out, billiards, coaching, and I'd say that's it. I just look at those as things you do. Hobbies what are do do? scrapbooking. No, 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 no. Hobbies, hobbies, are, are, hobbies can be billiards okay, and working Okay, then I out. help coach. Okay. I go and get spa treatments. That's, that's not a hobby. Yeah, sure it is. It's like your billiards. It's billiard not, billiard world. That's a that is game. So fake you me. can compete. There's a there's heavy competition in that world. You can't compete on getting a pedicure. Sure. No, you, you can. can't. You can't compete laying there and having somebody suck the crap out of your face. Okay, now you're nitpicking. That's not a hobby. What's your hobbies? I, if we're putting together your dream resume right now, what's your what's your most flattering hobby? 
organizing. Okay, so you're, that that's a good one. I am so organized. It hurts. Would, I, I find things to organize, and now I'm, I'm running out. What would be your lie hobby? The one that would make you look amazing on a resume. Probably that I volunteer my time Volunteering. at the shelves. There it is. But that's... I do volunteer my time all over the place. I'm on boards. I I do all that stuff. But I, just, I would I would fluff it up a little bit more. Wanted to just quick ask you as you're listening this morning, probably getting your your day started. If you were to have a good lie on your resume, as far as a hobby goes, what would be the one that you think like you're gonna like you're gonna you're gonna apply to be the next member on our show? And you have to give us a BS hobby on your resume. Don't you feel like if you, would you put? put like gamer, video gamer on your resume, I would think as a hiring employer that I would be like, mm, this is where all their time is going to be dedicated to. Like, I would I, that's think they're I great think. with multitasking. You would not. I, I swear to you God. You are such I swear a to God liar. You're going to start our week off lying like think, this? I would hire a gamer. There's your hobby. Liar. I know this is a little bit of a morbid thought, but do you plan on outliving your husband? Um, I mean, I don't hope for it. I don't even, I don't like thinking about that stuff, but I'm sure it'll happen. The odds are a lot better now. They, the, it's, it's, it's for decades. Women have lived longer than men. Yeah. And it's, it's, the gap is widening. So the average life expectancy now for a man is about 73 and a half years. Women, 80 years. Okay. So it's, it's big. I mean, now I know it's again, a morbid thought and you don't want to think about it. But living another seven years without your life mate. Right. It's kind of a scary, weird kind of thing, right? That is weird. It's all about life phases. I mean, sadly, some people have to go through it earlier than others. We had a family friend. He passed away at um, 30. And then she had to get married again. And now she has three kids. And I'm like, you know, not very often are people shown different ways your life can be. I think... If that happens, I think you kind of look for somebody to go through life with. Yeah. You're not necessarily trying to find the love of your life anymore. You're looking for somebody to share stuff with, right? I would rock the single life. Not that I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. I'm just saying I would I would you're travel. You're damaged goods now. I am not. You're, you're undateable. Uh, right. By the way, if you'd like to live longer, do not live in the South. Do not live... In the on north, the west coast, please. if you want to listen, if you want to live the longest, you live in the Midwest. The numbers are out again. Okay. By the way, Hawaii has the longest life expectancy because nothing moves fast there, and everything is beautiful. And I bet you there's a lot less stress. Yeah, happy people live longer. Minnesota, number three on the list as okay. far as uh, where people live or they move to yeah. live a little bit longer. Now you think about retirement. People go to Florida. People go to Arizona. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily good for your health. You die it's a little bit sooner. Yeah, I think it, I I just love living here, so I don't ever plan to like die somewhere warm. As long as you have enough saved to have somebody handle your snow removal, life is okay. What do you think is going to trip you up? <clears throat> what? Like what's going to put what's going to put you in the coffin? Uh, what is going to put me in the coffin? I most of us, by really the way, are going to die from life. most most of us are going to die from heart disease or a cancer. Probably, according to my biological grandmother, heart disease. So she died of a heart attack at like 49. So you got things to do to better your odds of making it a little bit longer. We've got all this research and all this data that our grandparents didn't have, right? Like, so my grandfather died when he was 54 or 55 of a heart attack. Mm -hmm. Perfect health, according to the doctors, right? And then one night sat down in his chair, boom, tender goes. didn't smoke or drink or anything? Nothing. Really? Wow.
I mean, I, it worked hard. Like it was like a 14 hour a day labor guy. Yeah. So probably the stress of that, maybe yeah. not having the right balance and stuff. We have all this data in front of it and we really don't start looking at it until we're like 40 or 50 going, oh, hey, you know what I mean? Like if you could start, if you could go back when you were 20 and pay attention to all of this data. Yeah. Do you think you'd live to be 100? I, I hope I'm a good 100. Like really? I've always said, I don't want to like sit there and just sit in my pee or like make no sense. I want to. I want to be like with it, know all the people. Your grandparents names are perfect and, examples of oh, yeah. this in their 90s and still doing everything they want to do. We're lunching like, on Wednesday I and like yeah, they're good. But I was just, uh, I wanted to think about that. If you're a woman, you're now, li- you're, you're living to 80. By the way, our kids are the first generation that will have life expectancy to 100 years. Sure. Like all three of my kids can probably live to be 100 years old. Uh, due to vaccinations, stuff due, like that. Due to, due, well, due to all the medical trends, uh, everything that's happening medicine-wise. Yeah. And the fact that they're living healthier lives. Like, they're, you got to remember, our parents thought cigarette smoking was a good idea. And at one point in their lives, it was even told to them, this is good for you. Yeah. And think of how many of them it took out. <laughs> my mother-in-law smoked with my brother-in-law, which is weird because she didn't smoke with Derek five years before. Yeah. But then she picked up smoking Smoked with my brother-in-law, and I guess the doctor was like, you know, just take it down a few a day. Yeah, just nine <laughs> cigarettes a day while in like, utero. What? What's trending? What's trending? Trending sad news that Adam Rich, best known as the youngest of the Bradford family, ate his enough died yesterday. I forgot all about this show. 54 years old. Here's a little clip of him on the show. And it's really sad to um, hear. Excuse me, but aren't you Merle the Pearl? Oh, uh, well, some folks like to call me that. Well, I call you that, and I think you're the best pitcher in baseball. Well, thanks, Sarah. Nicholas. Nicholas Bradford. Can I have your autograph? Sure, Nicholas. He was such a cute little kid, and uh, even in the, like the last press photo he had, you could really see that like that was that little kid. Yeah. Um, what is one of the shows that you watched and like you really immersed yourself into the plot? Like... It was a show that you identified with. The Fall Guy. What's that? Uh, so oh, I think you've explained that before. So this guy is uh, basically he's a, like a stunt man for like Burt Reynolds. Like he's a he's a he's a movie stunt man. Yeah. And he gets dinged up and stuff like that. But he had this truck, this brown pickup truck with the roll cage and everything like that. And uh-huh. he was it was Lee Majors was the the guy that played it. But he never got all the super hot, sexy movie stars. Yeah. He got, like, the girls that wanted to try to get into movies. You know what I mean? Lee Majors doubled for Burt Reynolds? Yeah, well, that was the that was the theory. He was the okay. fall guy, and he would uh, he would always take the fall. He was a stunt guy for yeah. all of the, the big movie stars or whatever. So he lived this, like, B-minus lifestyle. But <laughs> yeah. it was he was super cool, and it was a new adventure every week. I was super into that show. I would say Saved by the Bell. I truly felt like I was part of the cast. I mean, they really went through hardships you know they went through tribulations that uh, not many do in life like taking speed to make sure that you can <laughs> write your do you remember essay. the time zach went to the dodgers game but then got caught on tv because he said he said he was uh, had to take the day off because he was celebrating a jewish holiday yep god belding fell for everything you know i was really immersed in that so what show did you love growing up watching because you felt like It was uh, something that you could be a part of. Go ahead and text that because that is what's trending. I just ran across this and I know that uh, you spend many hours a week hammering on Gen Z 
I don't. You do, purposely right come in here say. sometimes in the morning and be like, Gen Z, I can't believe Gen Z. <laughs> That's the first so, thing out of my mouth. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, I'll never hammer on a younger generation than mine because I think you got it right. I think you learn from our mistakes and you get it right. These are things that Gen Z is all about. And I want to know whether or not you think it is worthy to keep or not. What are the years for Gen Z? Uh, so according to Wikipedia, I'm a millennial and I don't take a millennial and I'm not a boomer, but I'm close. So mid to late 1990s would start their birth year. Yeah. So you're like 97, 98, 99, something like that. You're a Gen Z to early 2010s. Okay. Five day work weeks suck. Okay. Agreed. I think a lot of adults agree with that. I think we could find a way to make this four day work week thing. Why pedal a bike when a motor can do all the work? Um, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. They don't, they, I feel like they they're don't look more into riding. working out. They don't look like bike, at bike riding as a working out. They look at it as a mode of transportation. Oh, okay. Where we, I think, looked at it more of like a, you can get a good workout in if you ride your bike. Yeah. Pajama bottoms, wear them all day anywhere. Oh my God. Oh, that youth night, the whole senior class, that's what they were wearing. Just like sweats and then their socks tucked into yeah. the bottom of their sweats like your kid does. That's a lot. Avocados go with everything. That is true. Streaming passwords are community property. Streaming passwords are... No, I think you should protect yours. You pay for it. How many do you pay for? Weren't well, you just complaining the other that day that you just got I was kicked off of a internet. couple of them? I'm sorry. I was thinking of internet passwords. So I pay for my internet. But... You don't pay for your Netflix or your Hulu or anything, it's do you? It's like a gift. It's a gift. It <laughs> just keeps giving? <laughs> uh, you can learn all you need to know from YouTube t- uh, tutorials. Absolutely. I learned how to make my overnight oats. I'm picking up all the supplies today. I cannot wait to make them. Punctuation on text, total waste of time. Um, It's lost. Like, you really can't get any message across through text because people take things the wrong way. Adderall is your friend. That's horrible. Unless you need it. Gen Z. Those opinions are solid. And the last one. They believe Adderall is your friend. Like, yeah. don't take it unless you prescribed it. I you think, need a doctor. I think it's so commonly prescribed that it be, it's like, uh, it would be like bumming a cigarette. And don't sell yours. If you are given it, a doctor thinks you need it and you need to function yeah, Don't properly. sell any drugs. Don't sell your stuff. Last one. Google is a safer way to visit an alternative reality than acid. Um, no. Yeah, I uh, know our parents. They were all about let's drop acid, let's get a different mind frame, let's all uh, get something else. And How are you comparing acid to Google? Because it's a different alternative. It's a it's a complete alternate reality. You can sit in front of your computer, and with Google, you can now visit a different reality. Oh, I don't use Google for that. I just learn things from Google. I appreciate Google. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.